Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> you'll laugh. <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hey. And Matt Bradshaw. Shh. Hi. Shahai uh, from us at Matt's. I've got an iPad just off the side here and I'm typing the word shush on it. Oh, hi. <laughs> worst start to a show um, ever. I'm that so happens sorry. to me on my Facebook Lives when I'm reading the comments and I go to sing one of my lyrics and I, but I yes. start singing what I'm reading, which is my excuse for getting the lyrics wrong in almost all of my songs every day. Good excuse. Thanks. Uh, Cinderella, that was a message to you for when you see this podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. What do you know, son? Uh, uh, very little, as is evidenced by the previous 151 conversations we've had. Oh, now come on. Yeah, I don't think I know that much. I've got a scratch on my neck, apparently. You don't know how you got that. I don't know how I got that. I didn't get it from anything fun. Well, it doesn't look like a fun scratch. <sighs> oh, well. It looks like a really sharp edge. It's looked, it looks like the sort of scratch you'd get if you accidentally rubbed the headstock of your guitar with a pointy cut off guitar string down there that's what it looks like my tummy <laughs> tummy tummy <laughs> yeah i've got a tummy again or yeah as distinct from a stomach <laughs> you have a flat stomach oh but a fat tummy really yeah because of your somewhat english heritage oh god mm. slippery slime well, we're all from somewhere else yeah do you ever say a uh, tummy button Instead of belly button? No. So have I, you got a I belly? Say, I said tummy ache. <laughs> yeah, tummy ache is something you have. You know uh, how often a tummy ache isn't a tummy ache? What do you mean? When you say you have a tummy ache, where does it hurt? Don't say it in my tummy. Point to where it hurts. Point to where the bad man touched you. Well, I don't understand. If I have a tummy ache... Point, point to where it hurts when you got a tummy ache. Well, in my tummy. Oh. Okay. What, what? That is your tummy. Yeah. Why would? Why well, when would... I have a tummy ache, it hurts here. Right. That's not my tummy. That's what? a bowel ache. <laughs> right. Mm. Okay. See a lot of biscuits. <laughs> oh, that's not enough biscuits. Is why my tummy is grumbling. What? Well, I haven't eaten anything today. Have you not? No. That's not like you. I know. You've <laughs> had five moment. coffees though. I have had. Well, yes. I'm... One of them had milk. What does that mean? Well, so I've had food. So, what when the, you drink... the 75 mils of milk you put in the coffee that you just made? Which I've hardly had any of, actually. Right, okay, so 23 millilitres of milk is not food. Not even to a cow. No, I think it is. No. Because it's fat. And it's no fat. Oats. No fat in that milk. Oh, it's oats, though. It's what? It's got... An ose in it, which is the sugary bit. So, oh, it's got an ose. Yeah. Um, I thought he said oats. They've done testings, like blood testings and stuff like that. And um, although, like, so you can drink black coffee and it doesn't have a metabolic effect. Um, but 
so after you fast so first thing in the morning you can drink coffee and it doesn't change your um yeah your your, your stuff yeah okay yeah but if it has any milk in it at all it will trigger your blood sugar tiniest skerrick so now the I've had tiniest, a bit of milk tiniest tom skerrick is that his name <laughs> Uh, Skerritt. Skerritt. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, Tom Skerritt. What was his Nick? name in Top Gun? I don't. Was he in Top Gun? Yeah. Was he Goose? No. Was he Gandalf? Was he Gandalf? Was he <laughs> <laughs> the Goose and the Gandalf? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, no, I don't know. Um, I th- oh, was he the the commander guy with yeah, the yeah. big bristly mustache? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Is that him? I think he was Viper. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. You do have a call sign. I think, think you might be right. Swiper. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's good. I, I can't even remember. Who, who did, that was Braveheart, sorry. So. Yes. Stomachache. Yes. Bowel your bowel. Right. Mm. Yeah. Do you often have bowel aches? No. Good. But I have done. You have often had them? No, I have had them. <laughs> I have. I have suffered from... Stomach ouchies and said, oh, I've got a stomach ache. And uh, Sam, the nurse, said, That's not your stomach. Uh-huh. What is it? That's your bowel. Oh, fuck, don't. <laughs> now you've ruined everything. Okay, so. He also, he also told me about bloodworms. Bloodworms? <coughs> what are bloodworms? Oh, they live at, at the beach, they live in the sand at the beach. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever another seen... reason why I don't go to the beach. Have you ever seen fishermen at the beach digging them up? Bloodworms. Yes. No. Oh fuck! It's so gross. What happens? They get a bit of old manky dead fish, and they sort of just scratch the sand a bit, and they like they hold the fish. And they fuck yes. Wow. And they grab them because they're great bait. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. You'd never go anywhere or do anything if you did any sort of research into anywhere or anything. I'm staying here forever. It's a fucking reasonable proposition. Yeah. Bloodworms. Bloodworms. Oh. <laughs> Ruined the beach for me forever. Do you want a bloodworm? I'm, I don't eat anything right now. <laughs> Sounds like they would eat me. Yeah, they're fucking big. They're yeah. long. They're gross. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, awful. Well, other than bloodworms, what do you know? <laughs> I know that um, <clears throat> J.K. Rowling's been cancelled. Have you heard oh. about this? What What do they want to say now? Oh my god! What What has she allegedly done wrong? Oh, do you Do you not know about this? Uh, um, I know she says a lot of things that people don't like. So, what's this What's this one? Uh, the 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 gist of it is that um, the gender. You are born as is the gender you should be recognised as, full stop. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it, for me, it's less about what she said and more about the, well, that's it. She's gone. Yeah. It's yeah, over. Yeah. <sighs> Cancel culture. Oh, man. That's why I want to talk to you about my new show. Do you want to talk about it now? No. Oh, okay. Because um, I think I think it's got... I spoke with... I uh, spoke with... Um, Paul and Andy and Jade Shanahan on Tuesday night. It was their seventh wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations, guys. Yeah, pretty cute. Yeah. Oh, they won't watch this. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, no, I f- fuck them. I feel like the sentiment is now out there in the world that I'm happy for them that they have reached such a milestone and uh, that that will somehow, you know, make the world a better place. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
I looked up what, um, and I know traditionally, you know, it's the gift that you, the partners give to each other, but I looked up what the seventh wedding anniversary traditional thing was, and it's <clears throat> brass and wool. Oh, good. Hmm. So, um, I took, so I took double chocolate stout. <laughs> Brilliant. And then drank one of them. Not one of Paul or Jade or Andy. That's one weird. Bloodworms. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. I mean, it just, oh, it rolls me up. I know, I nearly didn't bring it up. And then no. I thought, come on, this will be fun. Uh, just, it riles me up that um, someone, you know, someone says something and then someone else doesn't like what they say. So they're allowed to be written off. It's yeah. like, hang on, how come your opinion or not even your opinion, but how come how you see the world hmm. at this point in time, which hmm. could change, of course, right, is able to judge the other person. And the interesting thing about it is usually the whole thing with the cancel culture is the person who has said something to get them cancelled is being cancelled by people who are saying, oh, the reason you cancelled is because um, what you're saying is something phobic or something like something ist. Mm. And it's like, hang on, you're doing exactly the thing to that person that you're saying they're doing to some group or something else, right? Except you're actually doing it. It's so weird. Mm. Yeah. Where has it come from? <clears throat> are millennials to blame like they are for everything? What? Uh... <laughs> no, no, I think it, it definitely comes. I mean, oh. if it comes from somewhere, it comes from that seed being planted a long time ago. So, like, for example, you, millennials don't just cancel everything. Someone's Someone's taught them that... They protect their ideas of the world should be protected enough for them to feel like they can cancel everything. Oh, so that's so. So actually, then, like so many things, it's the baby boomers that are to blame. Well, I wouldn't say it's the baby boomers because that's a whole group of people. I Come on, say, dude! I'm trying to get you to. Well, see, my be productive. Well, that's what yeah. makes life fun. Well, that's how that's how cancel yes, culture works. And I know, I, and I won't partake. <laughs> I won't partake. Because the other thing is, is that the baby boomers are just as responsible for all the people who won't treat people like that. It's exactly this whole thing about let's pull down the monuments of people who did racist things. It's like, do you know what? Every culture in the history of ever has been affected by awful things. Like you can't pretend people didn't do stuff and you can't live in a world now that sees something and goes, I'm offended by that history of that thing so it shouldn't be in my periphery. It's so remarkably childish and ridiculous. It's, I mean, what? We pull down viaducts and bridges because the Romans had slaves Viaduct. too. Like, what? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it. Uh. Roads. We shouldn't have roads because roads were used. To... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> roads. Oh well, you know what? Do you, what do you want? Roads are good. Yeah, but they were built by people who were indentured. With bad teeth. <laughs> like me. Yeah, I, I find it fascinating. I, 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 I find it interesting that, um, aside from the fact that I'm deliberately trying to be reductive, um, <laughs> uh, that... There must be a way where we can pinpoint where this shit actually started. Yeah, there is. Okay. 
Yeah, it's about 4.6 billion years ago when there was a big explosion. No. Because it's not... Like, the thing is, everything... It's human nature. Everything affects everything else. Oh, all right. John Lennon. So... I want to hold your hand, too. (laughs) Well, at least we can now. And that's great. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, Continue with your questioning. I interrupted. (laughs) With my questioning? Yeah. No, no, no. There's, there's no questioning. I do, I do. I find it absolutely fascinating. And I didn't know about the J.K. Rowling thing until I was at Jade and um, Andy's for dinner. We had fondue, by the way. Oh, we had cheese fondue. Lovely. Oh my god! It's not as good as chocolate fondue. No, it's better. Nah, it's better because fondue it's don't cheese. do that. Hey, melted cheese is good. Fondue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's better, dude. Although we did then deep fried chocolate. Guess what the winner of deep fried chocolate was? Mars bars. No. Uh, Ferrero Rocher's. Oh, I didn't think of those. They would have been good. Yeah, okay. Um, Cabot cream egg. That would have been... Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. There's things I didn't think of. Uh, Flake. Crunchy. Oh, We did crunchies last time Jade was here. Yeah. Yeah, we did crunchies. And um and we did Mars bars because I'd never had a, a deep fried Mars bar, uh, and we did uh, on Tuesday we did Snickers, we did caramel koalas. I didn't have a caramel koala. Ooh. Strawberry Fredo was the winner. Nah, can't be. But it was wrong, incorrect. <laughs> God, it is annoying when I do that, isn't it? Cancelled. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, why do, do you not like strawberry and chocolate? Um. Not like, actual strawberries. No, I like strawberries in chocolate. Nah, fuck that. That's dumb. <laughs> How are we even friends? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, you, no, so you don't like strawberry Freddos? Oh, if it's uh, if they're the last Freddo, yeah, I'll eat it. What the hell? They're the last Freddo. What? Easily, and I've thrown them away. Yeah. What? Not yeah. on my lily pad. Gulliver. <laughs> um, you throw them away. Because so hang on, what's your Freddo go to? Well, the plain, plain one. Mm. Or that actually, the one I would have over anything else is the popping candy one. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Popping candy's the best. I didn't know you could just buy it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, since we were kids. Popping candy. Yeah, yeah. But not like in gum. No, like popping candy. Where yeah. where would you where would you suspect you go and find popping candy right now? Well, right now I would go to the American shop in. Uh, Guess where I bought it? The imagery. I don't. In a packet this big. Uh, Coles. Yes. No, but for the sake of the oh, argument, really? yes. Because Coles you can buy Woolworths. All right. Yeah. Well, at Woolworths you can get that, but at Coles you can buy the Golden Daytime malt pieces. What? Yeah, you know the the ice cream. Never had one. Can you believe it? Oh, I've never had a gay time. Source of much... Oh, oh. It's my heartbreaking. Oh, Jesus. It wasn't a gut ache. That was just <laughs> me. Like, you've never had a golden gay time. No, I, I mean, no one believes you about the gay time, bit, but I believe <laughs> I you about the golden gay time. Tell you about it. No one believes me. <laughs> <laughs> I like your little... Uh, um, Benoit? Inclusive Smurfs hat. Well, it's because it's black. 
That's why I said that. That was inclusive. It's grey. Where? All over. Uh, not in the black bits. What? <laughs> what am I doing? You're in a funny mood You're today, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, Where have you come from before here? I didn't really sleep last night. Why? I didn't go to bed till almost four. Yeah, so I sent you an email. Did you get my email? I sent you a reply straight away. I sent you two uh, re- emails, in fact. Okay. Yeah. I replied. I, I didn't get them. Which is why this morning when you sent me the exact same text message, yeah. I just assumed you didn't get the email. Okay. So I responded differently. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, email's been weird. That, that was the phone call I was supposed to have at midday today, but then uh, I wasn't in a position where I could do it. Anyway, so I still don't have email. Okay. Doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so I sent you an email at whatever time it was, 20 past one or something, uh, in preference to sending you a message or a, or a thing, because I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Email's good. Yeah. I replied. It's less invasive, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did your phone beep at you when you get an email? No. Okay, mine does. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty diligent about switching my phone off when I go to bed. But not everyone is. Oh, I don't, like I have I don't switch it off. But inadvertently I... woke, well, no, but switch to silent. Yeah. I've, I've definitely inadvertently woken friends of mine by sending them a message when I've thought about something at, you know, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Email's yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. to know. I think most people have email set to silent, but <coughs> messages be loud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> messages be loud. <laughs> Sounds like something from a J.K. Rowling book that she won't be able to publish anymore. <sighs> Chris Lilly? Just had four of his shows taken off Netflix. What's he done? Well, Jonah from Tonga. Oh, fuck off. And his, and his Asian characters. <sighs> Not a, He hasn't been blackballed, but four, four of his shows have. Uh. Unreal. Oh. So, I mean, like... Yeah. I know, it's... it's uh, <laughs> and we've, we've spoken about this sort of stuff a lot and and we will continue to surely because it is <clears throat> they are valid conversations to have um about you know race and 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 the perception of cultural appropriation and and um how respect falls into that as well, and whether whether something is done in specifically in poor taste to take the piss out of our person or our race or our gender yeah. or or uh, sexual persuasion. Um, yeah, I, I mean there was a blow up about <clears throat> about Chris Lee a couple of years ago, longer maybe, because of the Jonah from Tonga thing. But it's just inter- now all of a sudden, and I mean that happened this morning, so I guess. You could draw a line between that and the J.K. Rowling thing, like that. All of a sudden, it just comes back to the fore again. Yeah, I mean, look, there's so much going on at the moment with all that stuff and with what you know is happening in the U.S. and and whatnot, and what's happening here and protests and and you know. It was interesting to me that uh, a couple of weeks ago online, I saw Chris Lee doing a um, he was doing his his um, Asian school teacher character, and it was about homeschooling. So it was fresh and up to date and I, I saw that and thought okay you I mean you you're doubling down on the stuff you've been criticised for before that's interesting to me that you know I, I don't know I mean I, I don't I wouldn't um, 
pretend that I speak for Chris Lilly. I, I, I wonder what the motivation is there. I wonder if it's, well, fuck them, or I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I presumably it's one of those two, isn't it? Well, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't, dude. Um, oh, I've upset him now. No, 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 you haven't upset me. Um, <clears throat> I just wonder about... Um, what's the what look i think people uh i think people should be given the opportunity to make up their own mind about the world and um the unfortunate thing about i mean so i you know i know what i've never watched the chris lily thing i've never i know who he is and i'm is it the summer heights high is that the thing Mm -hmm. i've never watched it because that stuff doesn't appeal to me i don't like i don't like to even appeal to me. So I'm not interested in watching it because I've seen the ad or whatever, or I've seen bits of it. I'm just like, okay, it's not my hmm. my kind of thing. Um, I haven't even given it a go because it doesn't interest me. But I'm also not the kind of person who will give something a go specifically because it um, pushes a button so I can therefore... Um, feel like I can push my agenda onto the world. Because it's like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like, it seems like so many things. It's like when Joker came out. Before anyone had seen it, there was so much controversy about this film, which was phobic this, glorified this, rah, rah. It's like, no one had seen it. Yeah, right. Like, okay. I, so, I wasn't aware of that. So it was like, there's just... um. It's just people are just professional outraged, professionally outraged about stuff and and looking to find things, right, to comment on as opposed to digest and consider. Is it a minority of the population that chooses to behave like that? 100% it is. Right. Yeah, 100% it is. But they're also just incidentally seem to be the same kind of people who become journalists, work in entertainment, are actors, are singers, like the, it's that, it's the same kind of people who perform or um, want to express an opinion, right? And not all of the people, of course, who perform or want to express an opinion decide to take that route, which is to seek things to be specifically outraged about. But that's, sure. you know, because the average everyday person, which is clearly most people, right, sees things and goes, oh, that's a bit off. But I, I'm, you know, I, I recognise that it's, a, it's <clears throat> it should be allowed to exist, right? And I choose not to engage with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and it's exactly the same as different genres of music or film. Like, personally, like, you like horror films. You like, you don't like the splatter films, but you like scary films. People like splatter films, and I'd be like, I can't believe these things are allowed to exist, mm. right? But it, why aren't they? Why shouldn't they be allowed to exist if you can just watch the news, right? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like like I don't find I understand. See, I also don't really find the news entertaining either. Like, you know, um, in the same way that maybe I would if it was a, a gory film. Uh, or like some people do, like seek, some people seek out the drama and the and the gore, uh, goriness of things because they think it, they think it's great. And I'm like, 
that's disgusting mm. and awful. But, you know, it's all right for you. Like, I don't think they shouldn't be allowed to see it, really. Like, you know, there's an element of, like, oh, it can exist. I just don't have to. What's something you wish you'd never seen? <sighs> it sounds like I'm talking about movies, and perhaps I am. <clears throat> um, oh, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think I wish I'd never seen anything. I No, I don't think I wish I'd never seen anything. Hmm. Um Maybe Jaws. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't go in the ocean cause, because... Because of Jaws? No, well... well I don't go to the beach because of bloodworms. So, there you go. I don't want to... probably not quite as big a blockbuster. Yeah, I don't know. Bloodworm 3D. I figured our, <laughs> I figured our ancestors crawled out of the sea billions of years ago and, like, I owe it to them to stay out of the fucking sea. <laughs> like, your space, my space. Understood. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything I wish I'd never seen. Years and years and years ago, with my friend Amanda, <clears throat> she had a grotty old VHS tape of... I don't know. She got it from... I was about to say... That's amazing. In the one breath, I was about to say, I don't know where she got it from. A friend of ours who... <laughs> weird. Um, who used to do... I think he was the makeup artist for a theatre restaurant in Adelaide called Night Train. Cool. I never went there. I think I was too young. Like a horror-themed... Yeah, a horror-themed theatre restaurant kind of thing. Yeah. Like Dracula's, but ick is my impression. Mm -hmm. um, and... So he was into the dark side of stuff and he was a bit of a goth and all that sort of thing. <clears throat> and he had got hold of a video from somewhere and I don't know what it was called, but it was something like, you know, real deaths or... And you, of course, oh, yeah, in right. today's day and age, yeah. you can go on the net and see that sort of stuff. Yeah, like, um, you know, executions and beheadings and things like that. Yeah, yeah. That's something I wish I'd never seen. Yeah, okay, yeah. That informed my young... Not impressionable, but yes, impressionable. Um, my young plastic brain, to the extent that now, 30 years on, I can still remember. Yeah, look, I... You know, electric chair killings and remembering what yes. that looked like, and I won't even I've describe seen, it. I've but... seen that stuff. I was about 15. I saw... There were probably a, vid, a film was going around around, around that time. Yeah, right. Uh, but I don't regret... I don't wish I'd never seen it. And I think there's... Because uh, I think... Look, I think it's really important to understand. I think check it... the hard drive. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't regret he hasn't seen it. No, I just check I... the hard drive. Check the patio. Um, <laughs> I think it's really important to be, you know, for people to understand how, um, uh, you know, how horrific the human race can be, and certainly uh, our generation and. Less so our parents' generation because their parents were, you know, you know, very much uh, exposed to it in the Second World War and or the Vietnam War or whatever. But I just think that we are so sheltered, super duper, super duper sheltered, particularly Westerners, of just how um, destructive humans can be. And I think it's and what I mean by that is like we we don't think that we could do stuff like we don't. I mean, but 
Jeez, we're so cl- we're so close to being tipped over, and it's one of the one of the real. I think we we meaning who you and I. Yeah, right. Like that, and it's it's that thing that you hear of so often, where you're like, oh, you know, father of three turns gun on own family. It's like, and, and all the neighbors, you know, like, oh, they just seem like a normal family, and everything was fine. It's like, well, that's the point. That that normal people can do horrific things. Um, eat like it's not hard. It's hard when you when you when you don't uh, you're not that way, but. You know, fifteen-year-old boys could go off to war, and and you know that were just playing football on Sunday, and they get shipped off on a boat, and then they land in Gallipoli. Mm. You know, and that's it. Like, look what they're exposed to. I mean, that was a hundred years ago, but well, a hundred years ago is nothing in no, no. history. And I just think people of our time period, um, just they just, I mean, I mean, what. A remarkable time to be alive where we're not exposed to that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, how could you ever be anything but grateful? But just switch on the History Channel. Like, it's one of the, it's the channel, I mean, it's the reason why when everything went down and Kat had a reason for wanting to keep Voxdale, and that was my reason. Because in times like this, you just watch how, look how fucking lucky we are. And how easily the average everyday person can turn into something that you never thought you could. And... Most people think they're not capable of stuff like that. But, you know, ask a, ask any parent who, you know, their little kid comes home from school because they were getting bullied and just the kind of the process they have to actually go to to not, well, I'm going around to their, their parents' mm. house or the conversation, you know, it's so, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess I saw something young, but also like, you know, I was... Yeah, if you've experienced violence as well, if like if you got into a like a pretty full on physical altercation with someone, then you can kind of go, oh, like that escalated quickly, like. Mm. So I don't know. I think I think there's an element I saw that stuff, and because it was interesting, because you say that, well, I say that, <laughs> we all say that. Um, I remember grade five or six. Um, one of the assignments we did was on the French Revolution and it was like, and you know, we had to talk about, we had to do a presentation and, you know, Bastille Day. And then, you know, I chose to talk about the guillotine and how that's still in, you know, it was in the library with the world book. Like that's still in place in some, you know, mm-hmm. up until the 1970s here. And, right. and I, f- I thought it was really fascinating that that was still like a valid form of punishment. Um, and... Uh, where was I going with it? Uh, um, well, anyway, yes, and I've, then like I've I've seen video footage of that of that of that being a punishment that's dished out, and just like, wow, that seems really amazing to me that it still happened up until recent times. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, it's just so easy for it to happen. Like you just, it's like oh, this is how we do stuff around here. And they, do you, do you think maybe we should maybe do stuff differently? Oh, well, maybe. And that's how things change. Of course it is. You know. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't I know. Mean, that's yeah, that's certainly you know that's how you get um, <clears throat> world leaders who would would on the surface be um, almost universally celebrated. Um, even though within the 
it's celebrated within the context of their time, but if you actually look at their actions under the microscope of here we are in 2020, they didn't they didn't behave well. That I find that stuff really interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, like you know, you can I've got a, I've got a book at home which is you know, um, Mark, the writings of Marcus Aurelius, hmm. right? So it's like two thousand years ago, who was one of the great thinkers of his time, right? But the Romans treated the world terribly. Mm-hmm. But philosophically, you look at the way the way he lived his life and thought about the world. But he had, there's someone who had to reconcile. You know, this is the nature of of man in this time you know and i say man in this time because in that time like it was so far so far ago that um it was i mean it was, it was such a violent world in every every way i mean yeah. i mean women 50 percent of women died in childbirth it was violence was everywhere and even in that sense of and horror and tragedy and, and blood and no and of course what of course you would believe in the gods because there's no fucking explanation of why this would be permissible yeah otherwise um so it's just i don't know i mean i don't i, I just I, I see the way the world um sorry i see the way the world is and i'm stunned that we are so f- fucking capable of um, not being bigoted and violent, and because yeah, that's definitely just, that is that is your overwhelming viewpoint. And you've expressed that and, in different ways about different things, and, and it all comes back to the same. Yeah, and it's not that. So therefore, I think fuck it. You know, I don't have a role to play in in making the world better for, and progressing. And we shouldn't continue on the trajectory that we're on, but. There's this idea that we live in a, a, a space and in time where you sh- you should we should be able to do that because I don't let's say if I'm a person that wants to cancel something it's like well I don't go around doing that to those people right and but you do so I'm going to do that to you it, like well not that but a version yeah, of that it's sure. like you know that's not how to get what you what you would ideally like to have that just perpetuates this problem of separation and segregation it's not communicative it's not um it, what it creates is perhaps an environment for other people to go i'm just not going to engage i'm going to because i'm because i'm scared i'm going to disconnect and so mm. it stops conversation it stops you end up you know with rules getting changed uh, you know laws getting changed because 90 percent of the people just don't want to get involved and then that just ends up that's how nazi germany happens sure which you know, who knows if we're close to that? We could be. I mean, look well, at the US. Look got at the, the US rise from... of a fascist dictator in uh, in America for all intents and purposes. <sighs> well, yeah. But also, and, 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 but I mean, the the climate is is ripe in America for that to be a, a real reality, a real reality, just a reality. Well, <laughs> look, really. How so? Just the the remarkable disenfranchisement that so much of the population in America feels, um, and I mean, I mean, I'm actually not talking about now. I'm actually talking about Donald Trump's um, first term. Effectively, we, they were in a situation where so 
much of the population felt like they had been marginalised. Whether or not that was true, I, again, as I even said last week, I'm probably not in a position to to make a commentary on that necessarily. But history has proven that when you've got a disenfranchised, a majority of the population that is disenfranchised with their lot, that fascism is given the opportunity to rise. And that's how I see America three years ago. Well, well, yeah, I mean, look, you know, I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, I knew and I have spoken about this before. So it they were, America was, well, some people in America were, were remarkably hopeful because they, you know, they were incredibly progressive and they um, elected the first black president. And what what happened is that a lot of the disenfranchised people's lives didn't get better. Mm. They got worse. Right, and so they just clutched at straws. Yeah, and like and they clutched at something being different, and and enough people did. Maybe not a huge majority. And the way this American voting system is is terrible, and you don't mm-hmm. have to vote. You know, if you're an adult, you know, it's you, well, you know, and everything that goes along with that. You know, the uh, gerrymandering and the the way the um, elections actually happen, as in the timeline of how the elections happen. Timeline and the, um, the you know specific parts, uh, specific demographics are effectively removed from the voting system. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, but then you know, then again, there's an element of it which is like, well, you know, maybe you got to burn it down, you know. But you know. You also maybe you've got to burn it down, but then you've got to um, you've got to run the risk of uh, that destroys everything for everybody, mm-hmm. right? And well, um, if you're going to burn it down and, and you're going to risk that, then well, then you haven't learned anything from history, <laughs> and you, you're not progressing forward. It's such a basket case over there now, politically, and then with everything else that's happened. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how though what it's. I mean, because we are over here, and also because that's a big country with a lot of people. I wonder, I wonder how much of it is. Yeah, but, but as far as being able to try to get a progressive government out of the next election, you know, with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, I mean, oh well, how does that? That's, that's a disaster. Fucking manifest. But, yeah, but I mean, mean, the I mean, like, you know, just as an external observer, it's just like, well, the the fact that the Democrats feel like that's. That's the way to go. It just proves, I guess, it proves the point of anyone that voted for Donald Trump in the first place. Like, like what? A, that's your opposition. Well, they've certainly shot themselves in the foot oh. at every turn. Oh, Jesus! Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I don't. You know, it's yeah. a serious one today. Nah, it's all right. Say something fun. Um, well, there's one more day left of mixing the anyways record. There you go. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's sounding great. Ten songs, ten songs, um, and last night we did a we did a, our third Facebook live gig, and we we did the arsonist as well, and the other song um, out of the way, which is the one where Rosie came in and sang on that record, and that's kind of how we got to the point where we went, should we do something together? Where we so yeah, um, that's really exciting. And how many are duets? All of them. Yeah. Well. Um, Nine are like us singing together all the time. Um, and oh shit! Really? Yeah, uh, like all call and response, but like it very yeah. much vocal harmony, um, harmony duo all the way through. And there's one 
which we wrote, which is really a Rosie song. Um, she she does all the vocal, and I just kind of sing along a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's very much a like um, yeah a not like rock set. <laughs> it's a um, Milk Carton Kids kind of um, Civil Wars kind of vibe. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really nice. That's um, good, and it means that when you guys play together. Um, Rosie doesn't have to find shaky egg or something to do she with her hands. She doesn't have to find shaky egg. But she's got stuff to do. Yeah. With the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. We really, that was one of the things we spoke about as an idea that um, we wanted to try and have song conversations. Um, yeah, like that. Um, this fucking guy. Because I think there's an element of, I mean, I, I try to write that way anyway, but. Um, but you just can't have the one person having two voices. I mean, a song is basically just a one-way conversation, but um, when you've got just another another person to bounce off, uh, it's really, yeah, it's been really fun. Awesome. Yeah. I've been engaged every <coughs> Wednesday for the last three weeks. Yeah, I have. So I haven't been able to see you guys yet. Um, well, the next time you see us will be better than we were the last time because I think we've improved a lot. Okay. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. So now that it's all kind of release planning because, um, you know, the, the reality we've got presented is that maybe we'll be able to do some gigs and um, and book some stuff. So, And you're back out playing live. Yeah. Like I had a massive grown-up. I had a gig. Uh, and and it, you've got another one this weekend. And it was it was packed. Well, it wasn't packed, but it was... As packed uh, as it was allowed to be. Yeah, as packed as it was allowed to be. And so... Um, because not a lot of other places are open and because... Um, what were you packed in like? Obviously not like sardines. You were packed in like... Um, e um, eggs? What were we packed in? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, there was space between us so we didn't break. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, but because of restrictions and they have to limit the amount of time that you're in this space and so you have to book and so they were booked out and um, I think they booked out already for Sunday. Great. Uh, well, for all week too. They're busy. Um, Fantastic. So that's really that's really good news for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I assume. Well, I assume from reading your um, promotion of that of this Sunday, that last Sunday was a let's see how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's kind of how it read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in fact, I, last week read like that too. It's like let's see. Yeah, you didn't you didn't use those words. It was it felt uh, like testing the waters. It's not, we're back on every Sunday. Come on. No, no, certainly there was no conversation. And then, you know, halfway through, I think maybe mid-second set, Prue kind of leaned over the bar and said, you want to come back next week? Oh, I'm great. Like, yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, that's great. I said, you've heard it now, everybody. And she's, she's like, you don't trust me. I'll go, you're one of the few people I trust implicitly <laughs> in this world. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's really nice. Um, I can't remember. Somebody private messaged me and asked me about... Oh, it was David, David Griffith. Yeah. Um, from um, Royal Mail. Yeah. Spencer. Um, and, you know, it gave me the opportunity to say to him that it was, it's a it, lovely, I mean, aside from the fact that it was lovely for you to be back out there and playing, but just that you love that gig yeah. and they love you playing there. It's nice to be able to tell people stories like well, that. Well, it's, it's interesting because I think it's one of the few gigs around that anyone does anywhere where... Um, so the, the people who run the pub live, live above the pub. 
and they usually don't work on a Sunday. That's their day off. Right. And so I play there because they sit at the end of the bar with their friends on their day off and hang out, and they want to hear music on their day off. Right. <sighs> I never knew that. Yeah, and so it's been that was the idea. That, that initially, when I started playing there, sort of oh, six years ago, it was six years. They, they had. Um, I didn't know that. Sunday was they. They never opened on a Monday, but Sunday they would have a Sunday lunch sitting, and then the chef would be given two or three hours off, and then they would do a night thing. And so my bringing me in at two thirty to five thirty was, we can do bowls of chips, but we want to potentially keep the people who are having lunch for an extra drink or two yeah. and then incentivize people to come in for half an hour earlier before dinner. And after about a year, um, it was like, do you, want to, do you want to do it every week? And then, <laughs> After a year? Yeah. Well, that was like, now they set up the idea and people were starting to come in at 3.30 yeah. and go, oh, can we, can we eat? And they're like, oh, no, the kitchen's not open again until 5. Mm. Um, and so then they put this... The, the kitchen staff on all day. They gave them a full full day, so you can have a you know a meal from the time they open at twelve till nine o'clock. And um, but the idea is it's it's there it's for them, and they're not they're not like all these other pubs that just look at the um, look at the business entirely as a like a, a yeah fi- financially like it's it's a lifestyle for them. They they live and work there, and it's what they you know it's how they want to spend their time and. So, yeah, to have a muso and to have me because of the type of muso that I am, which is I can make it rowdy if you want, mm-hmm. but also I'm completely cool with just kind of being in the background. Um, and, and that, like, I've had feelings go in there and they're like, ah, oh, it's, it's a real different vibe. People, those people are like, hey, look at me, look at me. Um, because most of the gigs people do, like, that's what's expected. So they're really good at it, mm. you know. But, um, I could do it when it's expected, but sometimes oh. it's not. So um, it is really nice to be back there because it's a lovely gig and it's 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 not well like well you know fuck if you don't bring in enough money and we're not going to have we're going to have music and you know so you know hmm. I mean there is that element of that but also you know they want music because they like it yeah no um, oh, it's great man so it is lovely um, I think I want to play and comes together. Yeah, I mean that's the idea. It's kind of ideally what you want as a muso is you want the people who uh, book you to care. But so often, fucking so many venues now. It's like, oh, you're here tonight. That's great. So what do you mean? Like I've been booked for two months. How do you not know it's me? Mm. So yeah, it's um, it is nice. Awesome. Yeah. No fucking idea of when any other gigs are going to happen though. Um, no. Well, yeah. I think. You're very, very lucky on that. On in that respect, hundred percent. Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, hmm. It's also the 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 thing that's happened uh, obviously over the last twenty years when so many venues have been bought up by big conglomerates, and they're not run by the people. No. You know the the, the guy, you know pouring the beers. Doesn't do the books. Mm. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so many, you know, so many venues are shut down simply because. You know, the, there's a there's a manager. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. he's get he's and a, uh, and a main accountant that's just looking at yeah, the bottom and those, line. Of course. And the staff are you know some of the staff are getting JobKeeper and others aren't. You know, it's like they're on a big they're in a big corporation type situation. Hmm. So, um, 
yeah, I very I feel very fortunate that not only I have got a gig to go to and I can earn a little bit of money, but um, it's also the gig that kind of gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. And the other day when you know we were there, and someone asked for original songs, the venue's like, "Yeah, play whatever you want." Like you know, the people are here to see you. Um, so yeah, it's good. Great. And no, <laughs> no, I kept saying "and" and then dropping another thing in. Hmm. <laughs> apologize. Okay. I apologize. Okay. I think that's a really positive way to wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. And then you can tell me about your new thing that you want to do. Okay. All right. Uh, 152. There we go. Wrapped. Huh? No, this is episode 152. Oh. <laughs> it's not 152. It's later than that. It's way later than that. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for coming all this way. All right. <laughs> I mean, no worries. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's nicely bookended. It was the worst start and the worst end to an episode ever. This is the worst start. No, we've had worse starts. No, we haven't, have we? Uh, you let us know. 152 episodes. We had worse starts. And we couldn't have had worse starts if you're still here. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I have to be here. I'm paid to be here. So. Hmm? This is a real geek. We have to go. Bye. <laughs> Slide of <it> was good. <laughs>